0: I would say as a host or an Airbnb experience and just a listing.
1: I mean, just trying to grow your business as a... I
0: mean, you not understanding business, number one, just not understanding the fundamentals of business and the fact that this is a business, this is not a side hustle. Um, If you treat it like a side hustle, you're going to get side hustle money. Um, I would say number two uh, in that regard, like, You're treating it like a side hustle, but then even furthermore, um, you're not, you don't understand numbers. Like you're not someone who's comfortable with numbers. Um, And I feel like anybody who's not comfortable with numbers, like there's a lot of data that comes along with Airbnb, with any business, honestly. Um, So I'm very much a numbers person. I look at my data. How are we doing? How are views doing? What's going up? What's going down? Conversions, percentages, all of that good stuff. Um, And I know a lot of hosts who don't do that. They don't show the business behind the numbers, let alone do they teach it to other people who they're saying, hey, I can help you do this. Um, So that would be number two. And then even furthermore, in terms of like where people fall short, they're trying to scale too quickly. Um, I even was a victim of that, just trying to, you know, get more and more apartments rather than really trying to master what you have now and making sure that you're providing the absolute best experience for the guests you currently have. Because again, as I've already stated, When you provide a really good experience, you can charge as much as you want to. And the better experience that you provide, the more that you can charge. So I would say that would be um, number three. Number four, uh, trying to do everything themselves, meaning like you are being a money hoarder. You're like, okay, I don't want to hire cleaners because, you know, I want to keep the cleaning fee. I don't want to hire interior designer because, you know, I want to keep that too. And now your business is falling short in areas that you know that's not your strength if your strength is not cleaning, you're going to fall short. If your strength is not interior design, the interior of the home is going to look trash. So I'm someone who I've learned the lesson that what I cannot do, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. Um, I know for me, I'm not a cleaner. I'm not, I'm never going to just chuck up and say, okay, I'm just going to clean the apartment units or my Airbnb units. I'm not doing it. I've done it before. It's not happening again. I am (laughs) always going, (laughs) I am always going to call somebody else. So, Understanding, you know, where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are, being able to, being comfortable with passing that work off to somebody else. So many people look at their business as just their baby. Um, And then even furthermore, like lastly, as a fifth thing, just downfalls for hosts or people who are getting into hosting, you're not, you're not sharing like the wealth. And by sharing the wealth, I don't mean literally in terms of like monetarily your finances, but sharing the good news in regards to, okay, there's enough money out here for us all to get it. I feel like a lot of the times people feel like, well, I'm not going to show other people. I'm not going to give them this information, especially not for free, um, because you know, like I'm already make money. Other people are going to steal my idea, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of people question why I give so much for gain. Um, on the Airbnb money platform, why there are so many videos, detailed videos of the process of how do you get started? What do you say when you're calling? All of these things. I do that because I know for a fact I can give you all of the information. I can give it all to you. But the difference between me and somebody else that I'm giving this information is the fact that I'm actually going to execute. Only 1% of the people who listen to the information are really going to do it. A lot of people like the idea of doing it. They want to sit and you know be in that fantasy of, okay, yeah, I'm getting started. I'm building something. But are they actually going to put like uh, your foot to the gas and do the shit? Probably not. Sorry, I cursed. That <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that that's a hundred percent, that, that's a hundred a hundred percent um true. Um that's, that's true. That's true. Not if I was going to do that. So being that, um, so like, let's say, for example, because you said earlier that, you know, just start from where you are. Um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, like I'm from New York City and, and it's like, you know, I think that in the AMB, you can correct me wrong, in the AMB space, like you have to like, know your market. Like, it's hard to be in a market like New York City where Pretty much anybody's like going through the study, going back and forth. Is no depending where you are, you may not have that many tourists. So, how can you really start from where you really are?
0: Research a lot of people don't, you, you, I think it comes down to critical thinking skills. Um, anytime I meet someone and they say, Okay, well, my location isn't going to work, I have a background in marketing, so I. I can probably sell anything and that's what I believe right I believe in myself I can sell anything so for me even when people think about location a lot of people come to me and they say okay well you know precious I'm in I don't know Connecticut like nobody's coming to Connecticut no that's a lie people like you probably aren't coming to Connecticut right like you're not coming to go go out on the town and like there's nothing to do in Connecticut but people come for work there are families that might be there there's something to offer there's colleges there but you're not using your critical thinking skills to understand and really step out of your own i guess hat and your perception to say okay even though i wouldn't necessarily stay who would be here like for instance when people say that they're in the middle of nowhere are you are you near a military base that's a target right there military families it's you can you, you can sell anything but the problem is people try to give gift folks something that they don't want rather than creating something that's ideal for the person who it's best for hopefully that makes sense
1: yeah that 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 does make sense um and being as uh you know since that you're trying to cater to a specific type of people um in your business do you like is there a way you go about designing each unit being the fact that you're trying to make it unique for one group of people? Like, is there a certain thing that you just do We make sure it has to be done in every unit or is Uh, different?
0: It's it's different. I wouldn't even say that there's a specific design process that we follow. Again, it's more of a matter of brainstorming critical thinking and understanding like, okay, if I'm saying that, if I'm right in the middle of nowhere, for instance, I'll just give you an example. I was on a call with one of my clients um, in, in my mentorship program yesterday, and she's out in Arizona, um, or she's in California, but she's looking in Arizona. She's found a spot, found a landlord. They're fine with her doing Airbnb, all of that. But she's like, precious, there's nothing out here. Like, there's nothing here. It's pretty much just a place where people who are road tripping, they pass through, they might stop by. Okay, cater to those people. People who are coming in for, for a road trip, place yourself in their shoes. If I'm someone who's road tripping, Something that I'm going to prioritize is a really comfortable bed, right? Because I've been on the road for six, seven, eight hours. I'm going to prioritize things that are happening like a a nice kitchen probably, right? Like pots and pans, because again, they've been eating fast food. They might want to make a meal with their one pit stop that they have here. But thinking like that and really understanding like, okay, where I am, who comes here and then even furthermore, those people who are coming here, how can I best cater to them? How can I make them want to book my space, right? So even with families, you're probably including games in your Airbnb. I have a fire pit in the backyard. That's family-friendly activities that, again, are going to attract people to my listing, even though I'm not right smack dab in the middle of the city. Wow. That, that,
1: that, that's pretty dope. That's very dope. So how do you... Um... So yeah, I know I was looking at your page, and I know you spoke about adding value um, to your AMB business, you know, whether it's candy or snacks, um, but me in my head like right now, I'm asking, like, you're charging for, like, all these different actions sensitive how do you go about pricing so it doesn't, like, be not too expensive, but at the same time, you're still making profit? It's
0: it's really a matter of, it depends on who you're targeting. It's always a matter of, it depends. If you have, if you're somebody who's saying, I want to go and create a luxury listing, my listings are not luxury. They're more like they're sitting right between that standard with a luxury experience. So that's a lot different. What I'm going to price is a lot different than what I'm going to price. If I'm like, okay, I have a unit that I'm renting a room out in a house that I live in and it's an air mattress in there, and I might have a mini fridge and a microwave, those snacks might be free because it's an economy experience. However, if I'm providing a luxury experience and I'm saying, you know what, you come here, you're paying a luxury price, I might give them the snacks for free because your price already paid for it.